2: And I'm Karen Moscow. This update's brought to you by Sector Spider ETFs. why buy a single stock when you can invest in the entire sector? Visit sectorspdrs.com or call 1-866-Sector ETF. US stock index futures are higher. An indication stocks will trim their first weekly drop in 4, mirroring a global equity rally as investors reassess stimulus measures in Europe. We check the markets every 15 minutes throughout the trading day on Bloomberg. S&P Emini futures up 18 points, Dow Emini Futures up 141. Nasdaq E-mini futures up 48. The DAX in Germany is up 3% now. CAC in Paris up 2.9%, and the FT100 up 1.5%. 10-year Treasury down 5.30 seconds. the yield 1.95%, yield on the two-year 0.94%. NYMEX crude oil up 2.1% or 80 cents to 38.63 a barrel. COMEX gold is down 6 tenths percent or $7.70 at 12.65.10 an ounce. The euro, $1.1094. The yen went 13.77. Banks and technology shares which have led the recent rebound in equities are higher in early trading. Morgan Stanley and Goldman Sachs Group are both up more than 1.8%, while Netflix is up 2.6% this morning and Amazon.com is up more than 1%. That's a Bloomberg Business Flash. Tom and Mike.
1: Karen, thank you very much. Well, we are a radio station, Tom. We don't ordinarily take requests and dedications, but Mohammed from Newport Beach, wrote in, <laughs> uh, and he, he wanted to hear um, the latest hit uh, music from uh, the country music recording star Merle Hazard. Uh, oh, no. And and I listened to this song, and uh, we have to play this. How long will interest rates stay low? That's the question the whole world wants to know.
2: This was a, uh, it's
1: a it's an actual music video. You can look at Mohammed alarian 's uh, Twitter feed and get the link to it. Um, put together by. The folks at the PBS station in Nashville—it is absolutely hilarious. Um, and Mohammed and I were talking this morning, and, and he noted that you don't need his book, you don't need anything else. You listen to the song, and it raises all the questions that the average person wants to know, and and hits it. And as he put it, they are much smarter about the economy than the people who are running for president. Uh, uh, a brilliant question. So we've got the uh, Federal Reserve yeah. meeting next week, and we've got um, average Americans who, who, wanting to you know who was the singer Merle. Uh, it's a, uh, a a country singer named Merle Hazard, not Merle okay. Haggard. But you know, Mr.
3: Haggard, if you're listening this morning, Merle Haggard, age seventy eight, he founded the Baker. That did. Can you play it again, please? It does not sound like the Bakersfield Sound. I, I mean, I Ken, did we lose that? How long? How long?
1: interest rates stay low? That's the question the whole world wants to know. How? How long will interest rates stay low? It seems like if they're going up, they're
3: going pretty slow. I, I mean, <laughs> Richard Clarida has a band. Maybe it's Richard Clarida. It's, uh, it's
1: definitely the uh, the um, uh, Grand old Opry sound. And you're, it does. You, it does. I, you're not old. You're seasoned, but you remember Hee Haw, the old... Uh, uh, yes, TV show it, 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 uh, with the very esteemed much like late Roy Clark. Yeah, there are nice. a few uh, jokes out there. John Shane is Merle Hazard's real name, Um and he okay. has done a number of other uh financial market parody songs.
3: Yeah, Doctor Demento comes to economics, finance, investment, and that, Mike. Let's get a grip on what happened yesterday. We were all smart. We all had our sets of outcomes. And as Jakob Fell's magisterially said, it was extraordinary, extraordinary what occurred yesterday.
1: Well, we had uh, – it was so broad and, uh, and so much was done that it seems to have taken markets 24 hours to figure out what they really think about it. The Agreed. Initial, the initial reaction was, this is great, and then all of a sudden – well, he said no more interest rate cuts, so that means the euro is going to be stronger, and that's terrible. I and mean, then uh, they seem now to have voted on the idea that this is going to be yeah. a bank lending channel easing rather than a currency channel Exactly, easing.
3: and Catherine Mann of OECD, ex-Brandeis, with her magisterial work on international trade and codependency and dysfunction between nations, including China and the United States, she said exactly that, Michael, that she said that – The public is so weaned on rate change and currency change and that that flows get in the way. And am I right, Michael, that this is monetary, a set of monetary exercises to try to flow money to the public? Haven't we tried that before and it sort of didn't work out?
1: Well, there are interesting questions about what this will do, uh, whether or not it the 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 idea behind the uh, lending program to banks the TLTRO is that banks can get a lower rate if they lend more of the money out into the markets so um that uh, that that may help the question is um does it help enough is there enough demand out there
3: Jane Foley, we've been speaking to really across all of Bloomberg. It seems like she's with us about every three hours, which is appropriate, uh, given the whims. Jane, I'm going to call it weak euro, boom, strong euro, and we've dampened pretty much back to pre Draghi. What does it symbolize? Is this just an exercise in confusion or short or long covering, or is this something that you can rationalize?
0: I think there is. Some confusion out there I, I think we would certainly have to get that straight, but I think in terms of, of positioning, one thing that we can say was that the market wasn 't as short euros as it was last December, and of course we need to try and work out why that is and the reason perhaps is, is because the euro does have this safe haven behaviors now i 'm reluctant to call it a safe haven, but the eurozone does have a, a strong current account surplus, meaning there is a surplus of savers, and many of those savers right now are reluctant to, to invest in risky assets so they, they would rather hold euros and then move into uh, some other markets given the the large amount of volatility that we've had this year. Now, the question therefore was, was Draghi always going to be able to get the the, the euro down if investors were going to be reluctant to to short it given the the current environment? Mm -hmm. And I think we we know the answer to that. Uh, it, It means it was going to be difficult to get the euro lower. That said, I think it, it wasn't so much necessarily positioning that that, that really um, made euro dollar go higher. it was that comment from Draghi indicating that he was reluctant to cut interest rates further. That moved the money market, and therefore it pushed up the, the, the value of euro dollar. The, 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 the euro strengthened, and of course this raises the question of: Is the ECB going to cut interest rates again? And, and that. There's a big question mark over that. I know yesterday's uh, announcement from the ECB suggests that rather than use negative interest rates, and of course there's been a lot of negative press about negative interest rates recently, rather than go down that route, maybe instead they're going to go to try and inject more money into the real economy through these Teltro's, four new Teltro's um, in June, and there will be a bonus given uh, to banks who who lend more. So from that point of view, maybe there's going to be less focus on negative interest rates and currency wars and more on on, on the real economy. And,
3: Michael, this is what we heard from Peter Hooper of Deutsche Bank as well, some real tangible initiatives to move money in. Yeah, well, the
1: folks uh, at at Rabobank uh, on your credit side have some real questions about how well this will work, particularly the uh, corporate bond buying that they announced.
0: Yeah, this is exactly right. Even though you, you could stand back and say, well, surely this is the right thing for a central bank to do to try and focus on the real economy, push money through, through, into the real economy through those means, you've got to be skeptical as to whether or not it really can work. And, you know, one of the primary reasons to be skeptical is, is that a lot of the investment-graded corporates don't actually need the money. So even though the banks might get an extra bonus by lending to them, they don't need it. So from that point of view, you've really got to question whether or not the, this measure can be successful. But. That's certainly part of it, but for the for the global economy, I, I think you can look back at the ECB and say it has been a, a significant perpetrator, really, of currency wars. If we go back to the middle of 2014, we look at that negative discount rate back then and see what that triggered. It triggered a, a quite a big. number of ripples in in the currency war and maybe the ECB are finally pulling away from that because after all we all know that currency wars are a a zero sum game and negative interest rates are all very concerned about that too so in a way maybe they've done the right thing in moving away from from negative rates, currency wars but yeah, you've got to be skeptical as to whether or not this policy
3: really mm. can work. Jane, thank you so much for the update. Thank you so much for your contribution uh, to the show and across all of Bloomberg News. Ms. Foley is with Rabu Bank. I love the idea, uh, Michael, that she's writing smart research off of a trading platform. Off of, she's mm-hmm. in the trenches there actually worried about euro to four and six digits, one ten uh, ninety two right now. And, of course, uh, let me get the chart out on euro dollar to Bloomberg Radio Plus. I think that's – I'm going to do a three-day chart, uh, folks. This is before, during, and how we've rolled over and come in after. We're still a bit away from where we were at, at, at eight uh, twenty five yesterday morning, but we're getting there. So, you okay over there?
1: I'm okay. I'm listening to your excellent uh, market summaries of – No, I I think I think
3: it's been a fascinating week. And and again, as we said at the end of the show yesterday, massive shout out to everybody that's helped us uh, work in real time before Draghi and uh, uh, during uh, the press conference, which was truly extraordinary—the speed of news that was going on. And of course, as people try to figure out where do we go from here, and most particularly what it means as a follow-on. To other central banks. Part of that will be March 16. Uh, where are you, Mike, for our Fed show March 16th? Are you here? I think are you I'm there? sitting
1: next to you. This is a very good we're thing. We're going to be uh, spending two hours. With Scarlet Foo, show, which is Scarlet no downside. We're going to uh, yeah. analyze what the Fed... Uh, Probably wouldn't do, but what they're going to say could be really important.
3: It will be interesting to see the guidance that Chair Yellen gives after the history made yesterday. Stay with us worldwide on economics, finance, investment,
2: and international relations. Bloomberg Surveillance.